Peace, peace. Welcome to the uh, Carter Podcast, and I'm your host, Carter. And today I want to talk about food. I want to talk about food. And I just want to talk about, you know, utilizing food as a way of um, prevention from different, um, you know, diseases. When I was growing up, I remember my dad <laughs> said this quote to me. And, uh, it could be a proverb. I'm not really sure. He, <laughs> he said, um, are you are you eating to live or living to eat? eat? Well, it might be. Um, live to live to eat, live to eat or eat to live something like that along the lines of that I can't really fully remember but it was very thought very thought provoking and it had me you know thinking about some of the uh, the food that I was consuming uh, especially during this whole pandemic everything is whole pandemic I'll leave it at that and you know a lot of times you know we talk about this, you know whole new virus that came out and some of the risk factors, and some of them that you know having diabetes or um, pre pre existing um, conditions, and being overweight, you know, a lot of that type of stuff can put you know people who might catch this virus, um, you know, at risk, and <clears throat> and that kind of had me, you know, thinking, especially you know, lockdown, like you know, hey man, um, <laughs> I gotta watch what I eat, <laughs> and so that's what I want to talk about today, man. Uh, eating to live or living to eat. And another thing that this pandemic shed light on, which I already knew, was, you know, it's kind of like the haves versus the have nots that you have in society. So sometimes you're taking that, that, that quote into consideration. There's some areas in, in the United States where there's what I call food deserts, where there aren't any grocery stores that's in walking distance to our residential areas and so certain individuals in that area they can't necessarily might you know might not have the same access to uh, uh nutritional foods as other people might have you know so they you know they're relegated to going to a dollar tree or a convenience store which the the options of the um, nutritional foods are slim even to none or they could just be too expensive and so you kind of can see how sometimes our, our you know, our, our financial situation puts us, <laughs> it just kind of automatically puts us in situations where we have to, um, you know, yeah, eat to live. <laughs> live you know, we, we kind of got to, it limits our ability to make decisions on, okay, can I have this nutritional uh, balanced meal? I got to just eat to live. I got to, I got to eat something you know to keep my body going you know not necessarily be the healthiest thing but i gotta eat something and you know that's something that we can just tackle on the next uh the next episode another episode but you know yeah be mindful that sometimes our, our financial situations put us in certain um, circumstances where we can't necessarily eat the nutritional foods that we'll that we'll want to eat or that we should eat or is that that's even recommended to eat and you know it, it's unfortunate but we kind of can see that you know, those type of things puts us automatically puts us at risk. And so we kind of, you know, we see how <clears throat> we kind of see how, you know, those situations um, yeah, put us automatically, you know, at risk. Our financial, uh, you know, stresses and can put us uh, automatically at risk. But, you know, this one, I don't want to, you know, focus too much on that because I do realize that is a that's something that's problematic. But I kind of want to just talk about, you know, the why is it important to, you know, 
to watch what we eat? You know, why is it important to monitor? You know, why is it important to to be intentional when we put in our body? And you know, I I started thinking about man, we a lot of diseases, some of them that we that formulates, you know, again, some are hereditary, you know, some are genetics, and that's kind of when you go to doctors to ask you, hey, what what were some of the medical conditions of your of your father? What were some of the medical conditions of your of your mother? And, so, and if you don't even know, you know, one of your parents, that's why I think it's always, you know, it's key. You have to be more intentional about that. If you never met your dad or your or, or your mother. Um, to, to go and get your physical, even ask your, uh, you know, your, um, you know, the parent, the living parent, of, uh, like, hey, you know, do you do you know, or somebody's familiar with the, uh, that, you know, the parent that was absent, hey, do you know of any medical conditions that, you know, my mother, my father might have uh, had? You know, so you can be more, uh, more observant about, hey, uh, proactive about things that uh, could affect you down the line. But yeah, so we kind of can see that a lot of times with a lot of medical conditions that are challenges, the health challenges that we have now, some are, you know, related to um, our diet, you know, it's related to our diet. And this is not something to uh, bash anybody or make somebody feel down about any situation they could be in. Again, like I said, man, sometimes, you know, some, some situations are econ uh, economic. Sometimes we're in situations where we can't necessarily um, worry about <laughs> having a nutritional meal. Because again, we are, uh, you know, we're just trying to, you know, we're trying to live, like, you know, so we gotta do what, the best that we can do. And no, I'm not, that's not what I'm doing. Just trying to uh, have a conversation and putting that information, that knowledge out there for people about, you know, who, you know, who do have the ability um, to just kind of be, you know, intentional about, hey, you know, what's, what am I putting in my body? Because I, Realizing that we do, in a certain extent, have more control than what we think. So, yep, so we said, man, a healthy diet kind of can help prevent certain um, diseases such as uh, heart disease, strokes, and diabetes, right? So, our body, like anything, it needs energy to work normally, right? And to keep us alive. And we attain that through the, the uh, nutrients that we eat and food, right? And so, it could be the carbohydrates, the fats. Uh, the proteins and the minerals and the vitamins that we get from these particular foods. You know, it's like uh, fruits is one that is key. Um, I try to eat a lot of, um, you know, a lot of bananas. Bananas are something that's kind of, you know, it's inexpensive. It's some of them, you can buy one for like 20 cents. Um, and again, you know, because the, the vitamins that have it and nutrients in it is something I can get from the, from the food. In my understanding, um, sometimes uh, my understanding of what I was eating is that you know uh, bananas help increase your dopamine level, which again affects your mood. And you know, with, and I don't want to jump ahead, but we can see sometimes if certain foods that we eat is connected to you know um, <clears throat> the neurons in our brain and affects uh, how we how we feel. And so you know, we kind of can see again how. How much food is, uh, you know, is important to our daily lives and, and reaching our full potential. So, <clears throat> you know, the foods that we eat helps regulate, you know, our body, you know, um, our weight, you know, and of course, daily exercising. And, <clears throat> and, and, um, and so we just, and then we just see how, you know, all this, you know, plays a factor. And I also think, you know, talking about how, like, you know, sometimes certain foods affect our mood. And 
you know, with this pandemic, you know, it's a lot of fear mongering going on. It's a lot of a lot of uh, negative, um, you know, messages that goes on through the uh, that we might hear from the uh, the news, right? And and again, the, the negative messages can you know affect us, affect people if we're not careful. You know, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so, you know, faith comes by what we hear. And so if we hear something, you know, over and over again, it's going to affect us. And so just really being intentional about what we, what we, you know, consume, not only, um, you know, physically, but also we feel uh, what we consume uh, mentally, that what we, what we listen to. <clears throat> so. And so we can see sometimes, man, food can be used as a way to cope, as a way to comfort, as a way to, um, as a way to make ourselves feel better. And so we see that food is a kind of a way to, uh, as a way to, as, a, as another way to, um, to, to deal with stresses that we might face in life. And one of the, the biggest stress we face is sometimes like with this, the lockdown, lockdown uh, with, you know, the fear of, uh, you know, getting sick and uh, even, God forbid, you know, even, you know, dying from this, uh, this virus. And so just kind of, you know, being mindful of that, that a lot of this stuff, it, it plays a factor in food sometimes can play a factor in how we, you know, how we, um, how we cope with stuff. Right. And so sometimes, you know, you, you know, might, might, might feel sad or, and you might want to do something or eat something that can make you feel better about yourself or make you eat the ice cream or whatever it could be um, to, uh, to you know, to make it to comfort yourself. And again, I'm, I'm not sitting here trying to, you know, poke holes or say something negative about how somebody cope with nothing. No, just trying to want to, you know, share light and gain more awareness of this particular thing. Um, and so we can make the best decisions, you know, for ourselves and our, and our health. Because, you know, ultimately we do have the power because, you know, again, you know, a lot of, like I said, man, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And, you know, so we, if we are eating based off of, you know, wanting to feel comfort as a way of comfort, then again, we uh, being in control of what we allow ourselves to have access to and what we hear is going to be essential in terms of being able to uh, combat those emotional eatings and stuff and being aware of that we're doing it is also another way it's going to be um, it's, it's going to be helpful in combating those type of thoughts and you know when I think about it you know eat to live living to, living to eat you know I think you know I'm not I'm a proponent I'm a proponent of going out and uh, you know I go out to different restaurants and I eat you know they might give me double portions and I might eat some uh some crab cakes. Yes, yeah, so I definitely eat my my you know my crab cakes and, and get the fries and the coleslaw. I don't eat I don't <laughs> I don't consume the coleslaw. You know sometimes you kind of sometimes you know you're required to, to get the uh, the coleslaw <laughs> the coleslaw with with with, your, uh, with, with the, with the uh, crab cakes. But uh, <laughs> I definitely, you know, consume my crab cake, double crab cakes and fries. But, you know, the thing about it is it's just kind of, again, again, it's just all about the information and the knowledge. And it's doing things in moderation, you know. 
not necessarily doing it all the time. You're not, not eating double portions and eating, you know, uncontrollably every day. But, you know, having, having, um, doing it in moderation, you know, being intentional about it, necessarily doing that, um, you know, not kind of like living to eat, <laughs> you know, not, not having that motto every, you know, all the time. But again, just kind of, again, you know, life is made to be enjoyed. You know, we kind of have, natural human rights, you know, a right to breathe, a right to, to access, a right to, you know, um, yeah, right to enjoy life, you know, this, this, these basic rights, the right to protect ourselves, right? So these are some basic rights that we have, you know, and, you know, again, um, one of the things, man, that I think is, again, like I always talk about this today, is, is uh, our diet, you know, one of the things is our diet, and I don't think... I think we do realize it, but I mean, I don't think overall, man, that, you know, we realize how much, you know, our diet we put in our body, you know, affects uh, our, our body's performance and also affects our, you know, our mood. And one of the things that I'm really working on is, is um, drinking more water. Man, I have, I am struggling right now with this Coke Zero. You know, Coke Zero is something that I enjoy to, <laughs> enjoy to drink. Uh, recently, I think you know, 2018, 19, when I started, you know, started to drink it, and you know, again, that's my kryptonite, man. I can get, give me a Coke Zero, but you know, realizing that the alternative, again, you know, is the water. <laughs> water it has so much benefits. You know, of course, that you know, they'll say many things that are healthy for us. I think it's the best, but anyway, man. But <laughs> water, you know, water helps carry no, nurture, uh, nutrients to the um, uh, uh, oxygen to the cells and it helps us uh, with um, uh, digestive system it helps with normalizing our blood pressure it also helps p protecting our uh, organ tissues so even like you know something as simple as water something that's free um, it's another thing that you know me personally I'm trying to work on as I try to you know eat to live and also try to be more you know continue to be mindful of what I'm doing what I'm uh, putting in my body and um yeah, and another thing I've been doing is something called intermittent uh, fasting. Intermittent uh, fasting. That's another thing that uh, I feel like uh, I need to. Uh, I, I've been doing, I don't say it over like almost, almost over like two or three years. And basically what it is, is, you know, you just kind of pick a time where you'll, you know, a window where you'll eat, eat, eat a certain amount of food, a certain amount of calories during that time window. And then once that time window is up, let's say if it's eight or nine hours, from eight or nine hours up, and you eat what you want to eat. But then when, the, when that window closes, you know, you stop. <laughs> you stop, and you don't eat again until the next, you know, morning, the next day. And some people do it for like 14 or 16 hours. Me, I do mine for about 14, 13 or 16 hours. And um, I try to do that to give my, my body, digestive system, an opportunity to rest, to give it an opportunity to not work as, as hard. And what I found is that, man, I feel great. <laughs> I feel great doing that, man. I don't necessarily feel heavy. Uh, my um, stomach don't feel all heavy and tight. You know, I, I feel, I don't feel, I feel light. You know, and I, 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 in my opinion, I, I um, attribute that to what I, um, the fasting, you know, that also helps me to um, develop what I call discipline. And the discipline is key because it, 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 I can it can um, carry over in all areas of my life, my life, you know, in terms of when I'm, um, you know, when I um, 
want to do want to do something and it's not uh, to my goal you know it gets me accustomed to telling myself no and that's kind of key with dealing with temptations and dealing with you know um, addictions that we might have right so we can u- utilize you know the typical intermittent fasting that's kind of one of the things that i do and you know again also what i do also is just try to be intentional with what i put in my body uh what i you know what i consume again because you know it's just you know it's another way of preventing preventing you know again like you know we don't you know we as humans man we just try to do the best that you know we can do we definitely all in this, in this together and i know for sure one of the things that we can do is what we put in our body and in my opinion this the psychological the psychological piece is almost as big as or bigger than <laughs> i say i say it's neck and neck uh, it's on it's, it's kind of like head to head with just maybe physically being hungry like sometimes like i said the psychological part is you know man, dealing with fear dealing with the anxiety the worry you know that part can play man it plays a significant role we not not we not be hungry hungry sometimes but you know because we have these different um you know um, things that come up in our minds or things that you know causes uh, distress and you know that makes us want to think about you know eating as a way to like comfort us and gets us to you know to, to to calm down or feel or feel grounded right so uh, and it's i heard somebody say that you know food is a direct, how we you know it's direct correlation how we feel about ourselves so if we know you know if we have low self-esteem we have low level of self-worth you know we won't necessarily uh, won't care what we put in our body what we do to our bodies because we don't ultimately view ourselves as being something that's uh, lovable or something that or people or individual that um, that deserves it so it don't really matter if I don't really love myself I like myself it don't matter what I put in my body uh, because uh, you know I don't care and you know we, we you know we can see that you know all that you know I don't necessarily know if I agree with 100% of that but it could be it could be i can see that could be an extension of you know what how we you know treat our bodies and how we what we eat it could be i could, I could attribute that but also other see other variables that plays a factor in that but um i still like to say that you know hey again you know it's one of the things that you know just kind of being mindful uh of it um as a way to kind of um as a way to kind of use utilize food as a prevention you know sometimes we're not might not be in the best situation to um you know maybe for financial reasons or whatever the reason may be you know to to be you know um uh picky on what we might consume and stuff but just having this information that you know what we consume um you know is, is nutrients hopefully you know that we consume nutrients that will be beneficial to our overall health of our body because what we put in our food is, is affecting um, affecting us and uh, generations to come and also how our body performs. All right. So till next time. Peace. All right. Peace, peace. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed this particular uh, episode where we talked about uh, food. We talked about food and we talked about the importance of eating the appropriate food, nutritional food that will give us the proper, our body the proper nutrients that it needs to be um, successful. And also we talked about um, about um, what we like to call emotional eating. And I just kind of want to 
you know, quickly recap, but also give some ways, some methods to combat uh, emotional uh, eating, eating for comfort, because I do know that we're going through this pandemic. And again, you know, a lot of this stuff that's being bombarded with is in a sense to have us to be fearful or uh, also to have a level of uh, anxiety or even deal with maybe some type of uh, depression just because a lot of the things that we used to do, uh, the foods that we had at once are being limited or outright being worked on and being uh, taken away. And so just kind of want to give some alternative ways to help deal with uh, emotional eating. Uh, because again, you know, what we put in our body, you know, it's, it's, it's important to to be mindful we put in our body because again it's going to affect you know how we feel it's going to ultimately affect our health and a lot of times the different sicknesses and disease that we deal with are related to the food that we put in our body right so one of the things you know if you're dealing with depression or you feel like you're lonely one of the things that i suggest is calling someone you know calling somebody that you can uh, talk to uh, so you won't feel lonely um if you got a dog you know playing with your dog or taking care of your dog as a way of um you know not feeling lonely or feeling sad uh if it's anxiety you know try to uh do like a stress ball you know squeeze a ball you know um, you know squeezing it as a way to kind of get your mind off of uh, what you're uh, anxious about um if you're bored try to find new activities like one could be walking outside walking um along like a park you know exercising you know doing something to get your mind um off of what you know what you're bored about or get your mind uh you know um, actively doing something else reading a book um you know say walking um, trying to find a new activity um good you know guitar lessons scrapbook or even journaling as ways to kind of deal with um our particular emotions and the things that we deal with i think boredom is one of the um most critical things that we deal with because again when we're bored that's kind of when um you know we feel like we need something to do and also that's when um, unwanted thoughts might come into our head when um, uh, unconscious thoughts of us that we haven't dealt with or, or thought about in a while start to come back into our mind and resurface to become conscious. So one thing to kind of do is to help fill out time is to do things that are unproductive activities. And also with that boredom, also help out with, you know, not feeling like we need to like kind of eat or, or <laughs> snack all day, you know, as a way to kind of um, uh, soothe ourselves. So, all right. So I hope you guys like this one, man. Again, I'm your host, Carter. Until next time, peace.